You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. To help us spread the gospel of Jesus, give us a five-star rating. That'll help others find this podcast. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. God has been so good. It's good to be back from vacation. Many people's asked me if I had a good vacation. I said, I'm on vacation every day of my life. God has been faithful, amen? Pastor Aaron, if you would pass those out, those clipboards down each row, we're going to have a church picnic next Sunday at the Shenston Park and a pool party. Uh, We wanna be able to prepare food for everyone. You won't have to bring a thing, everything will be there. We just need to know how many people to prepare for. It'll also be move up day, all the kids going to their next class ahead of them. So this morning, uh, it is good to be back uh, with everyone. It's good to have our biker friends um, from Pennsylvania. Many years ago, I think we did about 15 years in a row, second Sunday in July, we always had bike Sunday. It was at the old location. They'd build a ramp, I'd ride a Harley right down the aisle and up onto the platform. We had show bikes everywhere and, and these friends of ours just got connected with us and once a year they, came, uh, they come down and they worship with us. So uh, I know you've been standing for a while but if you're able, stand with me again. I promise just for a couple seconds uh, as I read uh, the word of God. This morning I wanna speak about provision, blessing, protection, favor, and just kind of wrap it all in one. And I want to read to you this morning out of Job chapter 10, verse 12. Now I want you to understand that Job acknowledged that God had everything to do with his existence, everything to do. And I pray that you realize today that God has everything to do with your existence. The very breath that is in your lungs, God supplies that, do you understand? Everything about you is is God. God not only had given Job his life, but he'd also showing showing him unfailing kindness, the favor of God. Now, most of us know the story of Job and you're probably thinking, well, Job went through tremendous pain, but God was still God and God was faithful and Job was restored, do you hear me? So this life, whether you believe it or not, is very fragile. This life, according to James, he said, what is your life? It's but a vapor. It appears for a little while and then it vanishes away. So let's listen to what Job says in chapter 10, verse 12. He says, thou hast granted me life. Somebody say life. Life. Then he goes on to say, and favor. Favor. Favor of certain men will get you places. Can you imagine You and I have access to the favor of God, John. The favor of God. Now I hear a lot of times people say, well that big church and this and that, and they do this and that. No, we understand what the favor of God is. And I feel like I'm under a mandate this morning to teach and to encourage you to gain knowledge The Bible said my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. I quote it all the time. To have knowledge to ask for and to seek for the favor of God. Is there anybody at Jewel City this morning that would like to walk in the favor of God? Is there anybody? So I want to read it again. Job said thou hast granted me life and favor and thy visitation hath Preserved my spirit. Father, we bless you today. 
And we thank you for your word, God, that is life. God, speak to our hearts today, God. I pray that every ear would be attentive. Every heart would be open to receive, God, not my word, but your word. In Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. Certainly, I'll say it again, certainly, we want to be blessed. Each one of us should want to be blessed and live the abundant life that Christ died for you and I. Someone say amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, do you want to be blessed? Look at your other neighbor, the one's half asleep right now, and say, neighbor, do you want to be blessed? I want to be blessed. I am blessed. And I'm going to continue to be blessed. But you and I should never approach God as if he is a lottery ticket. We should never approach God like he is a slot machine. For example, if you put in the right amount of prayer in the machine, if you put a right amount of faith, if you put a right amount of blessing, good works, out will come your blessing. It don't work that way. It does not, sadly, but it does not work that way. However, blessing, and I want you to hear this. I'm not preaching name it and claim it, grab it and grunt or whatever all that stuff is. <laughs> it was something else, but... I couldn't think of it, so I threw grunt in there. <laughs> Blessing and prosperity, it's not just about money. I'm not speaking about that. One Hebrew word for prosperity is shalom. We often associate the word shalom with peace. We understand that. And, and peace is still a part of the favor of God. But the peace that Christ went to the cross to war for, he was in war, is a complete, it is a whole kind of peace, completeness. So if you read, and also according to strong concordance, shalom is completeness. How many like to be complete in every area of your life? It's also soundness, welfare, peace. It is God's desire to bless and to prosper you. I don't believe God can fully bless you till you learn to rejoice when somebody else is blessed. Do you hear me? Instead of saying, well, I go to church. Well, I do this. How come you blessed them and you didn't bless me? When you get to the place you say, God, bless my friend. God, bless my coworkers. God, bless my neighbors. When you get to the place you have more concern about their blessing, the blessings of God will chase you down. If you believe that, give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. God had a desire to bless you to protect you, favor. Somebody say favor. favor. Say it like you'd like to have it, favor. favor. Favor means grace. Grace which affords joy. How would, how would you like to have joy? Some people have no joy. I say it a lot, they look like they've been baptized upside down in a fence post hole that was filled with pickle juice. <laughs> How'd you like to have pleasure in your life? How'd you like to have delight? How'd you like for your neighbor to have some delight? How'd you like to have sweetness and charm and lovingness, goodwill, benefit, bounty, and reward? 
complete the favor of God. If you look up the Hebrew and the Greek definitions of prosperity, many of these words carry over into favor as well. I'm gonna walk in the favor of God. I want God to bless me but I want God to bless you, do you understand? Our best days are not behind us. Our best days are not today. Jewel City Church family, your best days and your better days are tomorrow and next week and the month after that, but you gotta speak that and you gotta believe that. How many would like to have the best days of your life down the road in front of you instead of down the road behind of you? I don't know who, whoa, but I like you. Favor is goodwill. This is God's kindness and benevolence given to those who love him. Do you love him? Yes. Oh yeah, I love him. Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. You want favor of God? It don't happen just by loving him. You gotta walk with him. You got to obey him. You got to learn about him. Favor is goodwill. Favor will release great blessings in your life. The favor of God will release great blessings in your life, including prosperity, health, opportunity, and advancement. Yesterday, we went to move our son into a, uh, the, the dorm, excuse me, not the dorm. Uh, uh, I better not say the name of it because they'll want to sue me. One of them apartment buildings they had for all the kids there in Morgantown, and we had signed a contract on January 6th, uh, and we signed early so he could be put in a room uh, with other kids from his school that had no desire to party, and all of our kids checked those boxes, and when we showed up yesterday, the three of our families, and uh, one of the families walked in the room, there was somewhere around 40 bottles of whiskey in the kitchen, 40 bottles of vodka and, and Crown Royal, and you say, how do you know those because I used to drink it, all right? <laughs> the place was a disaster. And what are you gonna do? You're gonna leave your kids in this environment. I mean, it was a pigsty. But the favor of God spoke to my heart. Give me one name to call. Morgantown is covered with people moving in. We needed three rooms. I made a phone call. And the guy said, I happen to have a three bedroom condo in one of the best neighborhoods in Morgantown. That is the favor of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? That is the favor of God. Favor, it'll bring you prosperity, it'll bring you health. How many had the favor of God upon your health? You should have been dead, you should have been already buried, but God touched you in the favor of God and raised you back from the bed of affliction and gave you your life back. He did it to me April 10th, he'll do it for you. You need the favor of God, it's not just money, it's your health, it's your mind, it's your soul, it's the blessings that God will open up that you can't contain. If God has blessed you like that, you ought to give him a shout of praise and a hand clap. Has God been good to anybody? Has God saved you? Has God sanctified you? Has God healed you? Has God delivered you? Has God set you free? Woo! Sit down, let me preach. Don't blame me. Blame Pastor Aaron. He said last week, Pastor's been going two weeks. When he gets back, if you got a toupee on, you better staple it down. <laughs> I was watching on live stream, I like that. Favor releases great blessings, health. When the doctor said, I don't know if we can do anything for you. That's okay, I got the favor of God. 
even though my wife had to preach it to me at that point in time. How about prosperity? Favor of God prospering you. I remember when I started out as a young man, I could see blacktop through the floorboards of my car, cut cardboard, covered it up, put carpet over the cardboard, looked like I had a nice car. <laughs> Paid $250 for it, 66 Chevy Impala, about as long as from here to them guitars over there. <laughs> I had a trunk, I'd put eight, 10 kids in high school in the trunk, we'd go in the drive-in. That's four got saved, all right. I went in my dad's garage and looked for some paint. He had some, a can of paint over there, it was house paint. Baby poop brown. I took a paintbrush and painted my car over the rust. But it looked good. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you used to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and have to go outside and down the path. You know what I'm talking about. Has God prospered you? How about opportunity? Favor of God brings opportunity that you can't even imagine. He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than I can think or imagine. He has opened doors for me that no man could open and he'll, he's done the same for many of you and he'll do it for all of us. If we wanna learn and we wanna walk, favor will release great blessings in your life. How about advancement? God is not about retreat, God is about advancing. God will advance you. The Bible records numerous examples of God's favor upon his people, causing them to experience many great breakthroughs. And I wonder how many needs a breakthrough today. Favor is God's loving kindness. Joseph experienced favor. He went from the prison to the palace. Actually, he went from the pit to the palace. His brothers tried to kill him, threw him in a pit, and then they got to feeling convicted and brought him out of the pit and sold him to a caravan of, of traitors. And everywhere he went, it seemed like trouble showed up, but every time he didn't back up, he didn't shut up, he just served God and smiled and did the best that he could do. And God took him from a pit to the prison, from the prison to the palace. He was second in command. Why? Not because he was the smartest guy on the block, but he had favor of God. And how did he get favor of God? He was in a covenant relationship with God. He said, God, I'm gonna be faithful no matter where you put me. If it don't look good, I'm still gonna be faithful. You know what I'm talking about. And God will do the same for you. Job, as I already read about, was another blessed man who operated under God's full favor and blessing. I want to read it again in Job 10 and 12. Thou hast granted me life and favor. Thy visitation has preserved my spirit. Life and favor are gifts from God. You need to remember that. Do you understand me? That is a gift from God. We don't need luck. And, and my daughter-in-law, I think she's here this morning, she said something to me last night about her dad was in a car wreck and he was lucky. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. He's not lucky. He's blessed. Third or fourth time this week, I've had people say, I'm lucky or they're lucky. Luck ain't got nothing to do with, you don't need luck. You need the blessing of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Luck will get you killed. Luck will not deliver you. You don't need luck. You need the favor of God, the blessings of God. Someone say amen. God desires to release new favor, new. New wine, not day old bread. We're, we're feeding our bikers and I sent someone uh, down to the bakery this morning early and we got fresh bread for you. 
fresh to go along with the pasta and the salad. We got fresh bread because they're favored of God. We're not gonna serve them no day old bread. And that's the problem with a lot of people. You're trying to live on day old blessings. I still know people that talk about their church back in the 50s, how it was packed and people would walk the backs of the pews and, and all that stuff and, and nobody's there now. We don't need yesterday's blessings. We need today's blessings. We need tomorrow's blessing. Does anybody want fresh favor in your life? Give God a hand clap. Jesus gave us some advice. How, how do we do that? He gave us some advice in Matthew chapter six, verse 33. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. You cannot drain God's favor. You cannot tap him out. God, you can't bankrupt God. You cannot do it. Listen to me this morning, but seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It means turn to God first. I was honest with you, man. When I, when I got sick in April, man, I, I started praying, but I had faith to believe that everyone in this room would be healed at times in your life and had faith to believe great things, but my faith kind of faltered. And it come a place I had to turn to God. The doctors was doing what they could do, but I had to turn to God. Do you hear me? Seek ye first, seek ye first. Go to God. God will put it all back together. God can turn it around. Does anybody agree with that this morning? God says you don't need. Don't take this wrong. God doesn't say, or God says you don't need money. God says you don't need money. God says you need my favor. God's favor will produce all the money that you need. God feeds the sparrows out in the field. You don't. The people of this church that are tithes and offerings is appreciated, but they don't support me. God is my resource. God is my resource. Your job that you go to every day, it's a blessing of God, but it's not your provider. You need to hear me, it's not your provider. Jehovah Jireh is your provider. Has God provided for you? Has God provided for anyone in this room? Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. You and I, we need his shalom. That is the full measure of his peace to operate in our lives. God rescues his people and then he blesses them. But here's the problem. And I was thinking about this earlier in my office this morning. Most people, most, not everybody, most people come to Jesus because they need something in their life, a storm that they're going through, or they come to Jesus because they want to escape hell. And those are not bad reasons. But then they get saved and they stop right there. Just for example, we see people give their life to Christ almost every Sunday in this building. But yet when we start new discipleship classes, so we can teach you the promises of God, we have nobody or one show up. Am I right, pastor? I'm not chastising no one, I'm trying to be your pastor. 
I want you to walk in the favor of God. You may have been saved for 20 years, but you don't have never been in a discipleship class. Why don't you come out and see what God has for you? That didn't go over real well, did it? Give God a hand clap of praise anyway, amen? God loves you and he wants to bless you. Just as he did with the Israelite, God loves you and he chose you in spite of who you are, in spite of what you have done. You are elected by God. Listen to Ephesians chapter one, verse four, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. He chose you. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he chose you. It wasn't because of anything you'd done. Do you hear me? It wasn't because of anything you said. It's because that's his favor. That's what he does. He pours his favor out on each one of us. He chose you. God talks to the children of Israel in Ezekiel chapter 16, verses one through 14, and you can read that when you go home. He talks to Israel about how he found them in a rejected state where, he, where they had been thrown away and nobody even wanted them. The Bible says they were drowning in their own blood. But it said when God passed by, he seen them and he said, you shall live. Can I tell you, when God passed by in my life, he spoke to me, you shall live. It's been about 38 years ago when God passed by at the altar at Enterprise United Methodist Church. I, I was messed up. The world had thrown me out. Seemed like nobody wanted me. But when God passed by, he spoke to me, you shall live. I wonder if God ever passed by anybody in this building uh, and you was messed up. It seemed like you, nobody wanted you. You may not have been born uh, with a silver spoon in your mouth. You may have been born on the wrong side of the track. You may have messed your life up, but all of a sudden, God passed by and God spoke to you and said, you shall live. If you've experienced that, stand with me this morning and give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Has God passed by in your life? I said, has God passed by in your life? Remain standing. Remain standing. Just give me a few moments. Maybe five, maybe 10. God not only saves, but God will multiply. Now my wife said to somebody this week that she said, Robert's really good with math. And then she said with numbers. Because I don't call math what they call math today. I don't call a lot of things what they call today, but look at your neighbor and say, he better not go there right now. Because <laughs> I'll be here all day and their pasta's gonna get cold. Addition, two plus 10 is 12. How about two times 10? It's 20, I don't know about you, but I'll take $20 over your 12 all day long, all day long. God wants to multiply the blessings, Bob, in our life. Bob comes to church every week with no pants. <laughs> he comes with his shorts on and that first time I met him, I nicknamed him No Pants Bob. 
and I call him no pants Bob every time, don't I? God's gonna multiply those pants. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. As long as you're covered up, you come with whatever you want. We've got a new family of friends of ours here today and I told them, hey, you dress however you want when you get here. God not only will save us, he'll dress us. That scripture in Ezekiel said he, he put jewels on them. He put jewels on you and I. Peace, love, kindness. He'll not only bless you, but he'll dress you. Dress you in his garment. But there's some things we gotta learn. We gotta learn confession prayers based on God's word. They will activate his shalom, the complete favor of God over your life. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Listen to what it says in Proverbs 18 and 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Watch what you say. Speak blessings in your life. Speak blessings over your family. No matter what, it is God's desire to release new favor, fresh bread on you and your family. Somebody say get ready. Somebody say get ready. One of the great pastors a few years back on TV, he'd say, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready. You gotta say it like that. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. And then kind of growl a little bit, get ready. I was over with the Toth family this morning and I said, how much longer? She said, I got about another month. I'm still bigger than she is. <laughs> that baby's coming. They gotta get ready. You gotta get ready for your blessing Amen. or it'll never happen. Yeah. Abundant and prosperity confessions. I know I had you stand early, but look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, get over it. <laughs> Third John one and two said, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. You gotta confess that, you gotta speak it. David writes in Psalms 23 and one, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Sheep are completely dependent upon the shepherd. David is writing here from something he knows, David was a shepherd and he knew the sheep were totally dependent upon him and his writings, he's saying the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want, we are sheep. Look at your neighbor and say, bye. <laughs> Genesis chapter 17 shows us God is El Shaddai. El Shaddai is one of the words for God and it means God that is more than enough. More than enough. More than enough means overflow. Overflow. More than enough is God is gonna bless you. You're gonna walk in the favor of God, not just for you, that it will overflow. When it overflows, it runs on somebody else. Do you understand? I don't want the blessing of God just for me. I wanna step into the season of, over. I've already stepped into the season of overflow. Yesterday we picked, no Friday, we picked up food for a family that's going through a tough time, my wife and I, and, and they came out of Bob Evans and they took my card and they handed me the receipt. And, and I said, whoa, you, you don't have a place on here that we can give you a tip? She said, no, it, it's okay. I said, no, it ain't okay. No, it's not okay. 
I reached in my wallet and I pulled out a $10 bill and I gave it to the girl and I said, God loves you. See, that's overflow. And she teared up and she put her hands like this and she said, you guys are gonna make me cry. Why don't we make a whole lot of people cry with the favor of God and the blessings of God and let it overflow into somebody else's life? So you gotta declare and you got to decree. The word declare means to state formally or officially to make a full statement of. The word decree, to establish or, dis, or to decide by decree. Somebody say, I declare. I don't like that. Somebody say it like you really declare. Somebody say, I declare. Somebody say, I decree. God give me everything that I need and give me the overflow that it can flow. Don't lose, come on, come on. That it can flow over on somebody else. Give me my hand clap and a shout of praise. I promise you, I promise you we're gonna beat the Baptist to the roadhouse, all right, I promise you. Prayers for a source of great prosperity and breakthrough. Now this is just for reference, I, too many, I didn't give the media team, Proverbs 13 and 12. Lord, let my desire come and let it be a tree of life. These are paraphrased. Proverbs 16 and 22, let understanding be a wellspring of life for me. We're talking about the word of God. This is how you gotta pray. This is how you gotta confess. Proverbs 19 and 23, Lord, let your fear give me life, give me blessing. Let me be satisfied. Let me not be visited with evil. Proverbs 22 and forward, Lord, let humility and your fear bring riches, life, blessings, and honor. I will live and not die. Somebody say, I will live and not die. And will declare the works of the Lord. All right, you're good now. Let me go from here. Psalm 16 and 11, Lord, show me the path of life. In the presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are the pleasures forevermore. Psalms 21 and four, Lord, give me life and length of days. Devil, you tried to kill me, but the Lord has given me life. He's given me days, many more years ahead of me. God's gonna bless you. God's gonna bless me. Give me my hand clap and a shout of praise. Psalms 30 and five. Lord, give me your favor. <laughs> For in your favor is life. You might be breathing, but you don't have life if you don't have the favor of God. You want the favor of God? Give him another shout of praise. <laughs> Woo! 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 Psalms 103 and four. I'm getting tired. <laughs> Lord, you have redeemed my life from destruction. You crown me with loving kindness and tender mercies. Ah, woo. Genesis 1 and 22, I'm having a blast. Let me enjoy the blessing of fruitfulness and multiplication. Let your blessings come upon my family, Genesis 12 and three. Let your blessings, say it out loud. Let your blessings come upon my family. That's pathetic. One, two, three. Let your blessing come upon my family. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! Favor. I got a whole much more, but I ain't got nothing left in the tank. 
I love you. And God loves you. Amen. Say it again, brother. Amen. Amen. God wants to bless you with new bread, new wine. Confess it. Declare and decree the blessings of God. Give him one last hand clap and shout it for us. One last hand clap and shout it for us. When did the favor of God come upon my life? It came upon my life the night I was saved, but I didn't know it. I knew I was saved, but I didn't know it. I had to take another step and then another step. I wasn't trying to chastise nobody, but that's why we have Bible studies. That's why we have small groups and homes studying the Bible all over three counties. That's why we have Bible study here on Wednesday nights. What we're trying to do is educate and give you the knowledge that you can walk in the favor. Young people, you need to listen to me. God wants to pour out his favor upon each one of you. You don't have to walk through the desert. You don't have to walk through rehab. God is there. He wants to bless you. You've got to buckle down and say, I want to learn to walk in the favor of God. So the very moment he saved me, he'd give me favor. Every head up, every eye open. I'm gonna ask you this morning, if death knocked on your door today, would heaven be your home? If not, the favor of God, shalom, complete peace, will drop out of heaven this morning. The Spirit of God will touch you like you've never been touched before. Write your name down in the Lamb's Book of Life in heaven to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. Today you can get your ticket punched for eternity with the Lord Jesus. Favor. And then you can step into another season and begin to walk in the full presence of God. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast.